Hey, hey, people of Earth, it's time to enter the Spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on Spoilerverse.com. If you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. gonna say something and it totally lost me so i'm just gonna go united armies of the spoiler verse unite no armies of the spoiler verse <laughs> unite <laughs> and welcome back to spoiler country i'm kenneth regan that's the perverse johnny horseland and i say perverse because he's gonna keep that whole f up in the beginning on there just to make fun of me it's not going nowhere buddy see and today on the show, show well, it's the man that started all over there at Second Sight Publishing, Bradley Golden. Yeah, man, we got uh, got him on the show, and he's just down chats with us about his horror. I mean, this guy loves horror comics, man. That's for sure. He has a right. series called Mississippi Zombie, um, and associated with Caliber Comics, which is pretty cool. He has a horror comics through Antarctic Press. I mean, a lot of cool stuff coming out. And, and if you like horror, then uh, you're definitely gonna like some of the stuff. Bradley following Bradley is a good way to go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. For sure. So who got to sit down with Bradley today? Melissa got to sit down with Bradley today. Nice. And had a great conversation. And I think, really, let's just get into it because we're not going to add anything at the beginning here. No, just let's do it. Check it out. Spoiler Country, and I'm Melissa Sercha. Today on the show, I'm excited to welcome comic book creator and founder, CEO, and president of Second Sight Publishing, Mr. Bradley Golden and Marcus. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thanks for being here. How's everyone doing tonight? Uh, doing well. Can't complain. Awesome. Well, for those who don't know, explain. So what's your relationship? You both are involved in the Second Sight Publishing. How how does that, how are your roles and how are you guys connected? All right. Marcus, I'll start. I'm the CEO and publisher of Second Sight Publishing. I'm the one that pretty much started the company. Pretty much the guy who gives the final word on things. If you say this is kind of like the one that, you know, he's the the one that gives the final say say on certain things. Yeah, I own the company, but he the one that runs the show. <laughs> nice. My official title is the COO, the uh, chief operating officer, but I also am the uh, publishing manager and the submissions editor. So I really do take care of a lot of the day-to-day things. I deal with the creators and recruit. That's uh, the big thing for us is uh, us being a new company and building a foundation. 
we wanted to bring in some solid creators and we feel like we've built the roster of some of the best indie creators out there. Yeah. And what inspired you all to create this publishing company and and what's the meaning behind the name? Is is there a a deeper meaning to to second sight for you? Well, (laughs) the, the name came from wanting people to actually give indie creations a second look. Just don't, look on the comic shelf and see uh, a book that's not your norm, like from Marvel, Image, or DC, mm-hmm. or Boom, or any any of those bigger companies. You know, the little companies can tell aspiring stories just like those companies came in. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of other type, other companies coming out, like AWA. There are nice publishers coming out. We've got Scout, you know, mm-hmm. just, just like those big ones. Just don't want passes on the shelf. Nice. Yeah. And and you started out mostly with horror titles. So why horror to start with? And then what made you want to open up to to doing other genres like sci-fi and fantasy? Well, I've, I mean, I, I, I love horror. You know, I grew up watching horror. I grew up reading horror. So actually, I didn't really grow up reading horror. I grew up um, reading superhero stuff. But, you know, like I said before, I, I love horror. So I decided I wanted to make a horror, a horror book. Then from there, the reception was really good. So I'm like, if I can do it with this book, why can't I do it with another book that I'm doing, which is cold-blooded? And from there, we just put everything together and decided to start a company off of it. And we actually thrived with Antarctic Press with those particular books. So from there, I'm like, why not open up the company just a little bit more and let people who have uh, appealing sci-fi tales or appealing superhero tales come in and tell their story. So I decided to do different imprints. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And and when did you start the company? The company actually started back in 2016. Oh. Um, out of the basement of my mom's house, of course. Um, <laughs> nice. We got, got picked up by Insane Comics in 2018. They, that was short, short-lived. I sent a pitch to Ben Dunn from Antarctic Press to um, be featured in their magazine anthology. Then it got picked up. I showed them my other stuff. They liked it. Then from there, I just been working with my, out of my company, co-publishing with Antarctic Press. Then from there, I kind of branched off and started my own thing, did my own thing. My own thing. Nice. We just got to deal with Diamond like a couple. That's awesome. Yeah, I, re- I read that. That's really cool. Congratulations. Now, you're also a writer. I mean, obviously, that's probably how you started, as you were saying, before you decided to do your own company. So what kind of stories do you like to tell as a writer? Like, what what do you... I, mean, I know you said the horror genre, but like specifically, like what types of um, stories are really important to you? These splashers. We don't have enough of those comics on the shelf. We have horror books, yeah, but there's that, the you know, supernatural the, you know, thrillers, a lot of thinking have to go into it. Yeah. The 90 slashes, you you knew what, what was coming, you knew what you were going to get. That's what, those are the kind of stories I like to tell. Those are the kind of stories I want the company to bring to you. Yeah. And and what types of things do you think are are missing from, you know, the, the industry right now in comics that you hope to acquire, you know, in your submission process? We're looking for, well, to answer the question you asked before, we, what's missing is comics that are very diverse. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell a, a superhero story, or you can tell a, a, a sci-fi type story where the guy goes and tries to save the world so many times, but to actually make it different, make it stand out, it has to have something that I'll, that's quite different from, from the norm. Yeah. And those are the type of stories that we're looking to uh, publish. Awesome. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that is starting to become a little bit more prevalent, but you know, there's still a long way to go. I mean, when you look at comics like, you know, Better Root and On the Stump and Black, that that's still something that is not as accessible. Are you hoping to kind of make that more mainstream and, and bring that more to, to readers? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the models here at Second Sights. You know, we, we have the, the little saying, the future of indie comics, where that plays a part of that. Diverse tales, um, just going away from the norm, going away from what has been done before, trying new stuff. Yeah, that's great. So tell me about some of the titles that we can expect. Like, what are you really excited about that's coming out in 2021 that we can, you know, be on the lookout for? Well, that what's going to be in previews, what's already is in preview right now, is the trade of my book, The Lord of Light, which was published through Anonic Press as single issues. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. That looks great. Cold blood is coming down in a month or two. That looks ominous. about the serial killer ice cream man. Ice cream <laughs> man who um, kills people, makes ice cream toppings, different flavor ice cream out of them, feed them to the neighborhood kids. That's scary. <laughs> and um, Edge, which Marcus have the other books to show. Edge, we have um, Lady Freedom. We have the low tours coming down the line. We have um, um, Book of Laxia. Just, just a, a whole assortment of books coming. All of them with different takes on the specific journey that they're um, in. That's cool. Yeah, and and now with the with the diamond preview, like that's really cool. How what does that mean to you? I mean, is that just going to up the game for you guys with with that? It has definitely. Up the game for us, you know, it, it, it meant a lot to so many people in, in the talk, including me, Marcus, the, the creative teams that's, you know, working on, on their titles. Um, that's one thing that we strive for when we actually brought those people in was to give them that mainstream distribution so that they can get their voices and their stories seen by the masses. Yeah. So it, getting a diamond was a huge thing for us. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a great step um, in the right direction. And 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 Marcus, take us through you know the submission process a little bit. Like what? How do people submit to you? What's that process like? And and what do they need to have you know prepared before they do it? Well, depending on the the book that the creator is submitting to. For example, the Mississippi Zombie Anthology, which we started. It was actually published uh, starting last year in May. So uh, with the Mississippi Zombie, we're looking specifically for zombie stories that occur in the state of Mississippi. Oh, cool. Uh, Hence the title of the book, Mississippi Zombie. Love it. (laughs) For our other anthology imprint, Second Sight Publishing Presents, depending on what theme we're doing, like uh, the last book was The Harvest of Horror. So we were looking for horror stories, which we were accepting eight-page completed stories. 
As far as book publishing, we have a four-man committee consisting of myself, Bradley, Larry, Spike, Gerald, and Peter Brewer. And we read through the books and by consensus, we decide then if it's something we want to publish or not. Okay, great. Uh, Our whole goal, as Bradley stated, is because we all are independent creators in our own right, we understand that one of the biggest things as an independent creator that you can get is the mainstream exposure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we aren't promising these guys they're going to make millions of dollars, but what we're telling them and what we're able to accomplish with our deal with Diamond is to get them that mainstream exposure that a lot of the guys have been working for. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's difficult to do in an indie market. And and what are some of the challenges, you know, that you face as far as, you know, being indie versus traditional? Well, the, the biggest challenge is the fact that the traditional companies have characters that have been around for generations. Mm-hmm. So they have a generational fan base, the grandfather, the father, and the son and the uncles and whatnot all gravitate to one character. You see a whole family of people wearing Batman stuff or Spider-Man stuff. <laughs> Whereas with the independent guy, now you do have some people who who have longevity in the game. They've had their characters out for at least 10, 15 years or sometimes even more, but that's few and far in between. So it's the recognition of the character. It's, it's hard to talk to someone about a character wherein the creator himself lives in, say, Texas. Mm-hmm. He may be very popular in the state of Texas, but because he hadn't gotten that exposure, someone in North Carolina didn't know about the book. With the mainstream comics, people in North Carolina, people in California, people in Texas, they all know who Superman is. Right. That's that's the biggest challenge, and that's why the mainstream distribution becomes important. Yeah, absolutely. And and as creators yourselves, and you're also running a company, so you're wearing you know many hats all the time. You know, how do you balance all that? Like setting aside you know your creative time to work on your own stuff, and then also like nurturing new creators. Well, that's the thing. It's a sacrifice. Bradley and I were just talking probably a month ago saying how going into 2021, we're going to have to take turns setting aside a week to try to work on our own projects because we spend most of our time doing business. Yeah. But once again, our company, this is what we signed on to do as far as providing these services to the creators. Because we do understand that as an independent creator, you wear many hats. You have to be not only your own editor at times, but you have to negotiate with your printer. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just a lot of different things that you have to do. And, and Bradley, did you did you want to add on to that? Oh no, um, markets just nailed on the head. You know, it's, it's definitely a work in progress for us. You know, but like. Like he said, about a month ago, we have gotten a plan together where we can take a week or so of a month, you know, take turns and, you know, work on certain projects that we personally have coming up. Yeah. But most time it's, 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 it's the company, you know, getting books out, you know, nurturing the, the creators, you know, the whole night. 
Yeah. How many how many artists do you have signed so far? Right uh, now we have seven. Probably about 10, 12. Oh, yeah, about, about, about 10 to 12. But we also have a, a company that deals with artists, deal with colorists to have their own, you know, stable of artists who we go through and who we use. So like, yeah, you can kind of contract people out and and sort of find if you don't have it, then you'll find another company that can maybe outsource. Is that kind of how it works for like, hey, they have a cool artist that I can utilize for this? But Yeah, I mean, for the most part, yes. But a lot of the, the books that we bring in have teams already attached to them. Okay. Now, but if, if they do need an artist, we do have a guy, like I mentioned before, that has his own team of artists and colorists and letterers who we ex- work with exclusively to get things done. Okay. Yeah. And there are people you can, you've worked with before, so you can rely on them. And I mean, you tend to kind of, when you find someone you like, you kind of keep them around, right? Like you, you want to use them again because they, you work well together and you oh, like yeah. their work. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yes. It's all about the quality and dependability. That's the big question. I mean, the big one, dependability. It's art in the world, but if, if they're not dependable, mm-hmm. they deadlines. Yeah, absolutely. You have to treat it like a business. You know, you can be creative, but you also have to definitely like show up on time and do the work for sure. Now, Bradley, what are you working on specifically for your, for your own work? Do you have anything you can tell us about a new, you know, book that you're working on that we can anticipate in the coming future? Yes, I'm actually working on three things. Another title, four things. I title called Sony which is my take on child's play. Another one called These Damn Kids, which is my take on Children of the Corn, Mm -hmm. a story for Mississippi Zombie Anthology, and another title that's like a Blade-type deal called The Dead Among Us. Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah, you definitely like horror, I'm I'm guessing. (laughs) I'm sensing a pattern here. Yeah. (laughs) What's your your favorite horror movie? My favorite horror movie, believe it or not, is... It's not Friday Thirteenth or you know Nightmare on Elm Street and like that. It's an old movie called The Changeling. Oh yeah, that's a creepy movie. Uh, yeah, the house that, that's on it. You know. Yeah. Then, yeah. Nineteen seventy movie. That's cool. How how when did you know that you wanted to be a writer? Like, were you doing stuff when you were a kid, or was this like later in life? Actually, I want. I I didn't know that I wanted to be a writer till later on, but. What got me into comics was I had a very, very bad speech impediment. Okay. Um, I didn't have any friends. My um, older, oldest brother worked for the local grocery store. He, he would bring me books home, comics home. And they actually helped me read, helped me speak. Oh, wow. And so I kept, you know, reading comics, letting comics growing up, you know, until I come to the realization that I, that's something I wanted to pursue. As a career, so I went to college for art, graduated with art, and hmm. I don't know what happened between there and now. <laughs> I, I transgressed from doing art to actually writing, but yeah, that was kind of like the whole thing how I actually got into it. Oh, that's cool! So you're an artist as well as a writer. That's awesome. So do you do do you ever do your own art for your own books, or do you like do that keep that separate? You do okay. All right, cool. And and what was you know what was your inspiration as far as comics? I mean, I know we're reaching back here, but what was your favorite comic book when you were a kid? Astro City, <laughs> Astro City. Then on uh, Garth Ennis Preacher, I, I was feeling that. But when I was young, young, it was X Men. Yeah, 
Mine was silly. Mine was Archie. My, Archie, Betty, and Veronica. <laughs> I used to buy them in the grocery stores. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like a girl growing, growing up in the 80s. So, <laughs> you know, and that, that's an interesting thing, no, too. No, because that Elf comic was pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not going to, you know, age any of us here, but, you know, it was it was a lot different, you know, growing up in the 80s, 90s, whatever. Just, you know, the accessibility to comics, too, you know, as far as like, especially as a girl, you know, you're not really encouraged to read comics, you know, so I didn't really get into it until I was in my my 20s. And I started going to comic cons and I had friends that worked in comic book shops and, you know, the industry's changed a lot. I mean, it stayed the same in many ways, but I feel like there's so many more types of comics that you can, you know, get into now and like yourselves, you know, you're bringing an aspect of that for people and like just the usual, just like you were saying, superhero comics and stuff like that. So, you know, how important is that to you to kind of, you know, carve your, you know, mark into the industry? I mean, it's, it's very important. The end goal for this company, like I said before, was to, is to be diverse and original. Yeah. We don't want the same old superhero tales, you know, the same old hard tales that Scout and Bart are doing. We want something different. So what are some things that, that's not really been done in comics? And that's the, well, what to me was the 90 slasher type type stories. Yeah. Grabs at all. Yeah. And would you say, do you think film has had a big influence too on that? It is. It is. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I actually came from a movie uh, on an old movie that I watched called Shocker. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's an old, oldie but goodie, right? <laughs> Shocker. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's so many good ones. I mean, you know, I feel like I was having this conversation the other day where I think a lot of the older horror films were done so much better than a lot of the newer ones, you know, that that the ones that come out now are a little bit contrived, I think. And they don't have the same thing. They don't have the same feel. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's There's something different. Yeah. The whole, the whole you know. Yeah, no, exactly. I completely agree with you. It's just like, you know, one of my favorite horror movies is The Shining. And there's just like a different feel, like you were saying, than the ones that come out now. They seem, I don't know if they're overproduced or, or too catchy, you know, but but those, the old horror films are great. I think it's awesome that you guys are trying to re- recreate that feel through comics, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, to go back to the question about the horror movies in the field, everything is too computerized right now. Back in the 80s and in the 90s, they didn't have all that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, absolutely, um, yeah, for sure. Well, what's what other exciting things can we look forward to from Second Sight for 2021? I know you guys got the Diamond previews. You know, are you said something about imprints possibly coming out? Like, give me all your promo stuff. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let let Marcus handle that. All right, the, um, the upcoming stuff as as the submission manager. You know, I mean, I don't really see things until they get approved in the three-step process from the last process. Last step, when the books come come to me, then I'll be like, all right. Now, so this what we got. So I can I, I add it to our print schedule. Awesome. I don't really see the books until then, you know. Yeah. Marcus, take it away. <laughs> oh, well, besides uh, what we've seen come out in the January previews, next month we will have uh, 
Blowtorch by Alfred Page coming out, as well as Chess by Alfred Page. We have uh, Jonathan Hedrick's Freak Show Night also, which will be coming out. And uh, Carla Gadecki's Duplicant. Mm-hmm. Very so, cool. Uh, for February, look for that. That <clears throat> If you're a fan or, or ever was a fan of the 90s image books, mm-hmm. that, that lineup, Chess, Blowtorch, they're right up your alley himself Alfred Page that's that was one of his favorite periods <laughs> the 90s so uh, his <laughs> books have that they're that type of book non-stop action that's cool that sounds really fun yeah you guys have a lot of content coming out I'm really excited for you to see what you know how your readership is just gonna grow I think I think this is just like the beginning for you guys you know the the tip of the iceberg as they say I think everyone needs to I keep an eye on, you know, second sight. Well, one thing that that we aren't trying to do is to lock ourselves into one thing. I mean, we, we are a horror company. Mm-hmm. Horror is what, what, what we started on, but at the same time, we have some very strong sci-fi t- titles. We have strong superhero titles. You know, we, we have brought in, creators such as Ramon Govia, who was the writer for the Incidentals from Lion Forge. Uh, we brought in his own creator-owned properties, Alt-Control Alt Delete, as well as Menagerie. And uh, just off of Kickstarter, the Menagerie Declassified Anthology. Oh, cool. So, you know, for science fiction fans, you know, we have titles like that. We've signed people like Hanu Casolo and his uh, Blood, Skull, and Crones, which is something that's just just totally different, totally unexpected from a, a horror company. So that's something else to be looking out for. I mean, we, we have a lot of stuff uh, down the pipe and a lot of other surprises that are really going to make people say, hey, these guys are serious at what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think people are starting to already kind of pay attention, you know, because you're putting out good work and you're acquiring, you know, more and more artists and creators and and for people. So so basically, you know, for our listeners, you know, if you if you want to submit, what's what's the website address? They can submit to info at secondsitepublishing.com. Awesome. Perfect. Well, that sounds great. I'm really excited for you guys. I'm really happy you came on the show tonight. We're going to, you know, try to promote you as much as we can too, because we love to support indie comics. So thank you for being here tonight. Absolutely. So yeah, everyone check out all the great titles at Second Sight Publishing um, and go support indie comics. And don't forget your local comic book shops too. They also need love right now, especially right now. Well, thank you both Bradley and Marcus for coming on tonight. Yeah. And come back anytime. Anytime you guys want to promote something, you got a new title coming out. If any of your artists want to come on and, and promote themselves as well, just let us know. We'd love to have you all on. Okay, no problem. We're going to take you up on that. All right. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a great night. All right. You too. You too. And we're back. What do you think, man?
I think it was cool, man. I really do. Yeah, funny side story. I, I, I was telling you before you started this, I actually was talking with Bradley God a year, two years ago about doing some work for him, um, either writing and or drawing for a, um, a Mississippi Zombie short. And uh, yep. and, and it was, it was we had a plan. I was we had a lot of the guys that did Mississippi Zombie on our podcast yeah. a long time ago for one of the Kickstarter Signal Boost campaigns. We did. We did. You're right. And I, yep. and it's a, I've, I was so curious. I'm, that's I'm how a, that's how we got into contact with Bradley. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I was like, I'm a bad creator because like I get I get I, I talk to people about doing stuff with them and getting published, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it, do it, and then I I, I my life takes over and I fall apart. <laughs> yeah, you have a problem of taking on too much. You don't like to say no. Yeah, and then you'll just so just to, to peel back the curtain. A couple of weeks ago, <laughs> Johnny said, "Hey, I really need to take a step back with some some a lot of this editing. Can you help me out?" I'm like, of course, things are starting to get to a point where I can, so I would be happy to do that. Then uh, two days later, Johnny goes, I just finished editing 14 new episodes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, this is why I need I need a manager or somebody who tells me what to do and like says and tells me no. You I think you need somebody who tells you what not to do more than you tell you what to do. Or exactly. I get, I, I, Don't do that. I have a hard time Don't saying no to things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you... I think you just want to see things pushed forward. Yeah. And I don't know where you get the time. Somebody's getting neglected. <laughs> Somebody somewhere is getting neglected. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't sleep a lot, so it's probably my sleep. Being yeah. Neglected. Yeah. Well, how's the back? Back's actually pretty good. I'm actually doing pretty good on the back. It's been fine, which is oh, awesome. Good. Good. Well, there was a scare last year of you having to get surgery. So. Yeah. And then I don't, don't need that anymore. Um, I'm just... Uh, um, you know, working on my weight and uh, being active, and I've been pretty good. My back's, I mean, it hurts at night sometimes, but I mean, not like yeah. I was. I can, I can definitely walk around and do stuff now. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, Bradley. To to move the conversation back to why we're here, uh, Bradley is quite the connoisseur of horror. Yeah, uh, I've read some of his stuff. Some of it, I just, I just couldn't finish. I was like, this is too much for me. <laughs> too much horror. Yeah, it was too much. I was like, oh, I can't even. Like the Ice Cream Man. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that one, but it's just, it's horrendous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's it, it, a good horror story leaves you with going going icky and icky feels yeah. inside, which yeah. is good. Well, he's got good writing and he uh, the artists that he uses are, are phenomenal. So oh, yeah, he's got great artists behind his work. Yeah. So he's, you know, it's a lot of fun. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening to Mr. Golden and all he has to offer. And hopefully... You'll want to find out more, and you should. Um, he's pretty. He's pretty good on Facebook. He likes yeah. talking with people. I love links in the show notes below, and also you can just go to secondsightpublishing.com if you want to go straight to the source. Yep. On top of that, I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard, and if you want to hear more from people a lot like Bradley, then I highly suggest. I implore you. I want you. I'm pushing you. Gun to the head. Go <laughs> check out spoilerverse.com because at spoilerverse.com. There's a ton of back issues. Nothing's behind a paywall as of now. And I mean, I can I can tell you this. We don't have immediate plans to have any type of paywall. But, you know, you never know. Things change. Good. You never know. Sure. So right now you can go there and there's like almost 600 back issues of stuff with directors and actors and editors and comic book writers and comic book illustrators and inkers and letterers and man novelists of all types i mean we run the gambit 
We've had people that are New York Times bestsellers to Oscar winners on our freaking show. It is tremendous. And I really think you need to go and check out what we have and what we have to offer because I think you'll be pleased. You will. And while you're up there, uh, check out all the other shows we have, like Bridging the Geekdoms, Funny with Forensics, uh, Nerds from the Crypt, Music um, Point Radio. There's so much fun stuff up there. And we have articles and reviews and previews and a bunch of fun stuff out there that's just, just you know. A stop by the Swordiverse is definitely going to be worth your time, man. You'll find something you like. And uh, right. while you're there, go to the store, get a face mask, t-shirt, a hoodie, something. You know, look fly itself, help support the site, because uh, everything you help support us with helps us out. Because um, right now, everything we do comes out of carrying some my pocket. And we got families. Zapper. And uh, yeah, so do that. And if you want to chat with us, head over to scpod.us slash discord. Join our public discord server. And uh, we do talks and stuff. We're talking about doing content. We actually have, actually, I spun up and I packed up about 20 uh, giveaway boxes that we're going to be going through here pretty soon. So we, uh, the fastest way to find out about what we're doing for contests and giveaways is, is on, that, on that discord server. So join that scpod.us slash discord. There you go. All right, guys. I think we're out of here. We're out. We're out. Time to go. I don't know. Maybe eat some lunch. Maybe actually, I just had lunch. I had a, a wonderful number nine from Jimmy John's. Oh, nice, nice. The Italian. I love that sandwich. It's a good sandwich. Mm, good stuff. All right. In oceans of podcast. We are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind. And- <laughs>